welcome to the Indie Analysis. I am Isaac the Radical, and I am alongside with my co-host, Mark Mayhem. There were a lot of emphasis on that my. My, 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 Welcome, this is the first episode of the Indie Analysis. Uh, uh, I'm, I also do a show on YouTube. What is Heel- show called? Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast. It's probably the same podcast you're listening to right now, but it's just not called that. It's the Indie Analysis. With and, uh, Isaac and Mark. Isaac and Mark. I'm going to stop this 8-bit. I'm <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> still playing. 8-bit. Uh, today we're going to review Tier 1 Wrestling for our first indie review. We just saw uh, Rumble in the Concrete Jungle. On October 2nd, 2015. It took place in Atlantic Avenue here in New York, and it was gosh darn good. Uh, I didn't go to the first show. It was my first Tier 1 wrestling show. Mark has went to the first ever Tier 1 wrestling show. Mark, how do you think Tier 1 wrestling was the first show-wise? How do you think they uh, present presented their, their first act, if you will? Well, they presented their first act very well. Um, I automatically became a fan of Tier 1 from the start. Seeing one of my favorite wrestlers live for the first time, Fala Ba, the Filipino Samoan, well, Filipino Sumo, sorry, not Samoan, I'm obsessed with Samoans, (laughs) Um, but they brought some great talent that you cannot beat. You had Chiampa, you had Fala Ba, you had Mike Bailey was at their first show if you're a CCW PWG fan. Speedball, Mike Bailey. You like him? I like him. He's he's a great entertainment. He wrestles barefoot. You can't beat that. One to five, what would you give the first tier one show? One to five? I would give it a four. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's Due to venue, I don't really like their, their venue at the moment. It's not the worst venue. It's very nice and state of the art. It's a hall, ain't it? Is it a hall? Yeah, yeah it is technically a hall. Technically. For a wrestling event, it doesn't have that wrestling feel that you want. I think that uh, after seeing the second show... Uh, the area could be better. I'm not. It's not like a thug thing or anything like that, you know, because uh, I am a thug. If you haven't noticed, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Weird. Right. Bloodline. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, the crowd is always dead. Cause I ordered, I ordered Tier One Wrestling's first show on WNNLive.com. Cheap plug. Uh, yeah, and it was very dead. And one thing about wrestling shows is the crowd makes most of it. Yeah, if you don't have the crowd giving you that pop, you are not running a show properly. Um, I agree with you with the crowd because based on the first show and the second show, you had maybe eight people who were loud. Eight and, out of, like, how many? And four of those people were me, Isaac, Matt, and Mike. How many people would, would you say went to uh, Rumble and Concrete Jungle? Like? Mm, 150, maybe? One fifty. I'm trying to count right now. Like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Well, it's probably 150, yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you it's a good estimate. Yeah, if a good 50 on each side. And, like, I don't know why, but if you're watching this and you're a wrestling fan, go to an indie show and just lose your mind. You have no idea how better that would make the not yeah. only the product, but uh, the recording as well. I'm uh, a pretty chill guy outside the thing, but once I go into a, a indie event, I'm crazy. Yeah, everyone. Everyone goes crazy. Shout out to Mike. We went with uh, our friend Mike. Hopefully he's listening to this. And so yeah, you gave it four out of five stars. Now we're going on to. Wait, what did you give it? What would you give I, it? Oh yeah, that's right. 
I, I didn't really want to say it because I wasn't there, but, you know, I did see it. So I'd give it a, I'd give it a, a good 3.5 or 4. I'm, like, right there between 3.5 and 4. And what? And it's because of the crowd, right? Crowd and the announcer had a very bad microphone. So when they would introduce talent you don't know, which is very bad, uh, the, the microphone would be like, for example... Pizza. So, Tommaso Pizza comes out. I'm like, wow, I never heard of him. And then it's actually Champa. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that was um Car- Carver, right? Yeah. I forgot his full name. Uh, I don't know why they it came out like that, but in the recording, don't lower the crowd. I, I understand commentaries in it, so maybe. You- Maybe a little bit, but not that as much as they did in the first recording for the show. But uh, if I had to give any audio tips, which was why I gave it a 3.5 out of a 5 star, uh, get new microphones for the announcer because we're it's not even the recording. We were there, Mark, and yeah. I didn't understand anything the announcer was saying. If I wasn't watching like what was happening in the ring, I would have honestly thought the announcer was being kidnapped while announcing. It, it sounded as if he <laughs> had... like. He was locked inside of a Lunchables box, and he was being shaken, and he was just scared to death, like announcing. So, was it the pizza Lunchables? Because those it was like it was like those those very bad chicken nugget Lunchables. Oh, with yeah. the crappy ass. And you open it and, like bats fly out. So, uh, <laughs> tier one wrestling, rumble in the concrete jungle. Let's go off with. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the results, our own thoughts on it, and uh, Hold on. before we go to it, yeah. I. I know you weren't that big of a fan of the name. If you were naming this... Oh, you're right. Well, if you were naming this event, what would you name it? I completely it's, forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. I wasn't a fan because... It, one thing about promoting something, if you have a very long name, that's not going to attract the person. Like, you have one coming Create a pro. Create a pro. Well, their name, Rumble in the Concrete Jungle, I would have called it, like, uh, Concrete Jungle. Boom. There you go. If you want to go hip-hop style or something like that. I mean, it is in New York, so the mecca of hip-hop, that's a good idea. But uh, keep it, like, two, three words, I guess, or four, max. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rumble. Uh, if you're watching Tier 1 Creative, just don't overdo it because one thing about wrestling fans, we don't have a really long attention span we want especially to, to read very long instagram yeah, especially on their instagram for those of you who follow tier one on instagram they uh their posts like i understand they do these long posts on facebook twitter but on instagram like where all of today's generation is being held at like you want them to go like snap of a finger be attracted to what you're saying they're not going to read an essay so don't write an essay on your instagram post okay in tier one that's yeah. all I have to say. That, but it's very professionally done. They are really professional. I'll tell I you love that. that. That's one of the promotions that if you write them or need something. And or, they respond. I they love respond. That. They're one out of the two that respond here in New York Independent Wrestling. And we'll talk about the second one later. Yeah. We're not going to say it now because so they're, they're listening. The pre-show match was two of Michael Elgin's students. Yeah. And I love the environment that they came from. And... Kurt Lone Star Stallion had great ring presence due to being such a good heel. I'm going to mention uh, another indie promotion that 
that I went to uh, after I reviewed this match. Uh, there were some botches in this match, uh, mostly for Paco. Yeah. I think. Do you think the the ropes were slippery or were it was it oh, loose? No. Yeah, the ropes were either because slippery. they did tighten it after the match. They tightened them and wiped them down, and it was only on one turnbuckle where the botches were happening. So I feel very bad for Paco. Uh, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. They they know how to uh, they know how to wrestle. Obviously, yeah. they could improve. They're students for crying out loud. But uh, but Elgin is doing a great job with them. Elgin, I applaud you. But bring more of your talent to Tier 1. I'm interested because I didn't know these guys. And now I'm freaking hooked, especially on Kurt Stallion. He's such a douchebag. You love it. It's he, great. Like, uh, So who won this match? Um, Kurt Stallion defeated Paco in this match. He did the, the neck breaker with the knee, right? Yes, I believe so. He did the freaking Adam Cole neck breaker, which was one of my favorite moves. And uh, this match I would give out of five. I'd give it like a, a good three. I would honestly give it a 2.5. Yeah, I agree. The botch At the same up. time, since they're students, I'm giving them a 3 because mm-hmm. they're already great. But yeah. There's so much. That they're students. There's so much they can learn, and you can tell that they will get better. There's no. Paco is over. There's no getting worse for them, yeah. So. Um, so, a good thing about this um, event that Tier 1 hosted is that they brought back the first like elimination fray in years. Before we get into that, I want to talk one uh, talk about one more thing about Paco and uh, Kurt Stallion. I went to this promotion, which was two days after Tier 1 Wrestling's Rumble in the Concrete Jungle. I went to Marvelous Pro, Ooh. or if you're Japanese, Mar- Marvelous PRSU, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's basically like a, a Japanese indie promotion here in New York, and they had at the, the infamous Elks Lodge in Queensboro, and... Kurt Stallion tagged with Paco. Oh, so he had the students going again too. Uh, two students against two veterans in, in uh, CZW, uh, the Dub Boys, which are basically uh, African American fraternity guys that That's like big. to dance. That's so basically milk chocolate. The milk, well, milk chocolate mixed with like that Canadian the fraternity tag. Canadians, yeah. right? Yeah, basically that, but. Uh, Paco and Kurt Stallion did better in the in that show because I think they learned from their mistakes, and they had a really good connection. And I think who shined mostly was Paco because he did a uh, Abracadabra. I don't know. What is Avada Kedavra. He did that too. Super kick that Alberto used to do. That was freaking awesome. Avada Kedavra. Every move they do, and hopefully Tier One listens because they really have to bring them back. They connect perfectly after learning mistakes, and they are really good. Uh, Paco is over. Marvelous Pro. Sorry for getting off topic. Let's continue with uh, Tier 1. It wasn't pretty off topic because we were talking about well, the... Yeah, but I, so, I, I don't want to degrade Tier 1, you know, because Tier 1 is pretty good too. Yeah. But they had the, that show like two days after, and it was really... It was the... I, I have to say it was one of the top indie shows I've been to, Marvelous. I will stick with my Tier 1 wrestling. And so, Tier 1 wrestling brought back the six-way elimination fray. Um, I haven't seen a fray in years. I'm so used to battle royals where you go over the top rope. This well, they was... had it in the first show, didn't they? A fray? No. Wait, did they? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> now I don't remember it. That sh- sh- you, you saw it on DVD. What happened? <laughs> Pineapples. Oh, my God. I was drinking water as, 
as you were like, did they? So I couldn't like, <laughs> I couldn't really digest it. They had uh, you digest your water? Of course, I'm a freaking filter feeder, pumpkin eater, procrastinator, masturbator. I'm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had it in the first show. You are right, but they made a big deal calling it. Caveman was in it. Yeah, Caveman, they had one dude from CZW to Zombie. Yeah, Uh, I like him. Tier 1 Wrestling's really awesome. I thought it was like the dirty guy. Well, yeah, but his his gimmick's like a zombie. He's dirty, though. Yeah, so so you had the Concrete Rose, Sonny Kiss, versus Mike Verna, the Man of Steel, Eric Draven, Bobby C. De Niro, Mr. Touchdown, Mark Angel, and the elite athlete, Mike Orlando. Right off the top, Mike Orlando is one of the most um, charismatic, charismatic, um, entertaining wrestlers in and out of the ring. He reminds me of, like, uh, if you mix Adam Cole with, uh, let's say, I'm trying to think of a heel in WWE. If you mix Adam Cole with... MVP. He has that kind of douchebaggery to it. I would say Kevin Owens, but not really. Because yeah. Kevin Owens is more serious. But like he's very vocal in the ring, which I love about indie wrestling is you could be vocal. and it, it interacts with the crowd more than usual. And Plus, Tier 1 is a very crowd-oriented show. Yeah. They care about their fans. They really do. See, Tier 1 is really good at uh, communication. And Mike Orlando, dude, he's a star. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, the thing I did not like about the fray is they should have not put Eric Draven and Bobby C. De Niro in it. And uh, uh, Draven's awesome, by the way. He freaking he his facial expression. There's something about him. He really Draven only he gets better. Good. He Draven's like good. a fine wine who only gets better with time. He, that is a fact. I've seen and, him before, and he's better now than I, ever. I would have rather seen Draven and Bobby C. De Niro out of this match. Because as as people who do watch Terra One and know, okay, Eric Draven um and Bobby C were the degenerates, mm-hmm. and they traded on each other, while Draven power drive Bobby C De Niro, and they have a rivalry. So building their rivalry in a six man fray is stupid. Yeah, I agree. I think they should have just been in a singles match and let that match be a fatal four way between like the athletic gimmick because as we know, Sunny Kiss. Is a um, cheerleader. The, you got Mike Verna, the Man of Steel, who's beyond athletic. Mister Touchdown, Mark Angel, and the elite athlete, who is type basically an all-around athlete, Mike Orlando. And that would have been made that match the battle of the athletes, and that would. Then been, you just put Draven, right? That's kind of. Yeah, it's kind like. Of a, I'm look, I get, I forget the word that I'm trying. Kind of a. Um, it's kind of like a stick-in, like, oh, we don't know where to put them, so let's just put them in this match. Like, you could have added one more match, either to the pre-show or in the card, and we wouldn't mind seeing Draven versus De Niro. just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit that match. But yeah, Draven's awesome, don't get me wrong. They're both awesome. Bobby C. De Niro is freaking great. Yeah. They're both very entertaining, but in that match, they didn't get to shine. Plus, for those who don't know, like, a six-free match, uh, going back to the microphone, I feel bad for whoever was there that don't know what a six fray is because they would just be lost because the the announcer said stuff we didn't understand because of the microphone. Like he was explaining how the match goes. Like you, I thought he was honestly promoting the new Frey album. Oh God, that's a band. Mm, yeah, the Frey. They're live. Yeah, they're pretty good. 
Oh yeah, they made that one song. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, get better mics. That's all I gotta say to explain the match. Luckily, I knew it, but uh, yeah, but that, the- that might be one of the many reasons why the crowd was dead. Honestly, so uh, Sunny Kiss takes the win and does a a cheerleading act after uh, two guys from WOW. And then after that, they had the Bravado Brothers versus uh, Style Infamous. The Bravado Brothers are one of the best tag teams I've seen live. They're like a new taste. They're I think I don't know it's if this new taste. Yeah, it's a new taste. New taste. New taste. Um, I feel like I don't know if that's a real gimmick or not, but to me, they're Grandma Bros, and they're cool. I love Grandma Boys. I'm a Grandma Boy. Um, so I think Style Infinite has to build up their characters because they were boring in the first show. Yeah, but I too, but... The crowd, basically, this crowd was better than the last one, but hopefully they stick with that bold chant. And baldies, bald. Baldies, baldies. Yeah, but the Bravado Brothers ended that match with a beautiful tag team move that I have never seen. It was a gory buster into a flatliner kind of move. Little Jimmy. Yeah, a little Jimmy. He rolled over. It was some Matrix shit, y'all. Like, he did a gory buster into a little Jimmy. They have such good, like, team chemistry. Yeah, they really do. Um, the, one of the parts of the match that I love was when the ref was distracted and all you see is kick to the balls and roll over. So you have these guys and a schoolboy and they're just pushing their partners around to get the win. Now, if Tier 1 Wrestling has, like, a tag team championship, uh... And there's like a tournament. Who would you put in the tournament? And um, who would you give the titles to? Okay, number one, I've never seen a ladder match, especially a tag team ladder match in an indie event. That, Tier yeah, one, that, that hasn't happened. Yeah. Tier one, make it happen. Yeah, you could do that. Like, make the tournament and then end it with a ladder match. I, I, I know there's a couple that do it. I think um, Ace uses ladders a lot. But I've, tag team, not really. I've never seen it done with a tag team. That'd in be any. freaking awesome. Who, well, who would you give the belt to? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, I would honestly want Mr. Touchdown and... Okay, the people I would put in the tournament, um, I would put Mark Angel aside Mike Orlando as one tag team. The Bravado Brothers, of course. Stalin Finesse. I would love to see... Well, we'll talk about them in our next um segment, but... Caveman and Kyle the Beast together, mm-hmm. and am I might forget milk chocolate definitely bring milk chocolate back. I think that's it. I think that unless is. they want to introduce new faces like Papo I, and Kurt Stallion, they're I, great as a tag team. I wish they would bring them back. They're Michael Elgin students. You can't go wrong. Definitely, with it. if they have the chance. And the people I would give the belt to, if they build them up enough, Kyle the Beast and Caveman. I would, if the, it depends when they do the ladder, or not ladder, the tournament. Because if Luke Hawks, and we'll get to this later in, into the review. If Luke Hawks is still champion, I give the belts to the Bravado Brothers. Oh, I see you. But we'll get into that later. Okay, I not see Not only because they're awesome, they're, they're freaking awesome. They're baby faces at at this point right now. Uh, they're, they're faces until the main event, which we'll get onto later. Okay, so up next you have a grudge match between Caveman and Federated's VSK. Um, this That's was a grudge match because Caveman beat VSK in their elimination, um, like little tournament that they had. 
So this match was pretty good. You had VSK's F bomb and Caveman. Caveman wins due to DQ by Ace Romero interfering. VSK was accompanied to the ring by Mr. Martinez, who is like the federated, um, the head of federated. And they look pretty badass as a that that little stable that they have. Pretty With, like, cool. Caveman and uh, Beast. No, um, like the Federated Stable. I like. Oh the, yeah. The, they could grow that. I think. I hope they do. They I can hope. make that into some Bullet Club shit. I yep. think. That would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Buy their shirts because they're fun. Buy their shirts. You you tease the ending to the Caveman tag team. Yeah, because I like messing with Caveman throughout the day, whether it's feeding him, um, throwing M and M. Match by the way. During the match. match. This is well. This part was during the match. I had a lighter and I was just lighting it for Caveman because he's a caveman. He likes fire. He's intrigued by it. One of the best gimmicks ever. He just gets intrigued by it. So I'm and surprised that, TNA hasn't picked him up. I hope they they should. Um, Mr. Martinez comes over to me and asks what I'm doing. He gets a lighter by the end of the match. Distracts Caveman and with the lighter, just like what Mark did earlier in the match. And Ace Romero gives him, I think, a blue thunder bomb. Which was pretty neat. I, it was a beautiful bomb, beautiful form, everything. Very agile for a big guy. Yeah. I don't think he... I would love to see Fallout Bob versus him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. That was a... Uh, you could even put him against uh, a triple Yo, that would be great. No, not Please. even a triple threat. You should have a three-man tag. Fallout Bob, Kyle the Beast, and Caveman versus... They should add one more member to... You put... Uh, I know, in VSK and him... Uh, yeah, VSK. Like, uh, I'm trying to think right now. Who would fit Federated? <laughs> Draven. <laughs> nah, well, Draven. One person from the six-man fray, I think, would. Maybe the elite athlete. Mm, I think he's too good as a single player. Unless you're putting him with the yeah, right... Yeah, but he's not going to be in the stable, I think. Maybe the narrow. Yeah. Maybe. Not Robert. Yeah. So... Oh, and um, you had a special attraction match, which was pretty good. So, basically, the due to the, the DQ from Ace Romero, you had an impromptu tag match with VSK and Ace Romero versus Kyle the Beast and Caveman. Um, VSK and Ace Romero wins due to the distraction off of uh, Mr. Martinez. And then we're off to special attraction. Okay, so this was a great match. You would have... This? Yeah. I think... I think... I'm trying. I'm looking at the card right now. Uh, was it the best match? It was not the best match. Second best match, I think. I'll I'll say. I think it was the second best. Great storytelling. Great storytelling, but it wasn't entertaining wrestling for me. And one thing about Tier One Wrestling that uh, has over a lot of indie promotions is that they have storytelling. It's not like other promotions uh, like yeah, ICW. There are story fixated on. Um, which is awesome. Company, which I is, love it some people look for that hooked me on to uh, uh, yeah but I think it could have been much better I honestly would have loved to see Leo Rush go against someone different it was Leo Rush against uh, DJ Hyde the owner of CZW and MCW's own Leo Rush yeah and Leo Rush is a great wrestler he tag teams with um Patrick from Tough Enough in Sudden Impact and DJ Hyde just a total badass yeah, He's the owner of CZW, and he wrestles for CZW. He's known as the Lariat. But the way this match ended, it basically... And this was another thing the crowd teased. Yeah. Everyone's like, 
Larry at the ref or clothesline the ref or hit the yeah, ref. Since the beginning of the ref, the ref was basically yeah, quote, air quotes fucking um, DJ Hideover. And to me, it didn't seem like it was scripted, but then, you know, at the end of the day, it was. But so it's DJ crazy. Hyde, Leo Rush wins. Because DJ High couldn't take it anymore, and he took the he gave ref, the ref a lariat. Took the ref's head off, clean off. Like I saw the ref after the match; he was just walking around like the headless horseman, trying to, to find it. He was <laughs> trying to find pumpkin? it. He's like, where's my head? That was uh, my second favorite match. Okay, this match I did not like. I do like female wrestling, but this match didn't give it to me. I think it was versus, quick though. If it was longer, it, was it would have got me pissed. Maybe off. if it was longer, I feel they were rushing the match a little bit. But really? Savannah Evans and Vanity, two great wrestlers, they're still um I think they're still students, I'm in love right? With Vanity. Yeah, Vanity has a great attitude. Savannah Evans, too. <laughs> their promos. Oh, another thing. I didn't expect that a word to be said, but okay. What? She has a great attitude. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so um. The thing is, when you're cutting a promo, the best way to do it is horizontally, just for viewing purposes. Watching a oh, yeah. promo is the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, they upload their own promos to the tier one YouTube, and they all do it vertically. And being a filmmaker fucking tears me up. Being me Isaac being my tears. being Isaac being my filmmaker, it tears me up. Tears me up tier one. <laughs> it tears me up tier one. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's very uh, distracting having the two bars on the side and stuff. So just uh, tilt the phone a little, thank you. Yeah, it's it's not that hard. I'll use do it. Use a selfie stick. Hire, hire me. Hire me. Here's my card. Here's my card. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual card. I actually gave my card to Dennis. What did he do before? Did he put uh -oh. it in his pocket? No, he threw it out right away. Gosh. Oh, damn. No, I'm joking. Of course he put it in his wallet. It's a nice guy. I wouldn't expect Dennis, classy Dennis to do that. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? He's a nice guy. Hashtag classy Dennis's journey Hashtag classy Dennis. So Savannah Evans defeated Vanity. Yeah, he, she defeated Vanity. <laughs> she defeated. And Vanity did not leave that ring happy. She was pretty mad because she lost. Yeah. Um, but this match was one of my favorite matches. This was the number one contender's this match. This was the after. number one contender's match for the Tier 1 wrestling I think, yeah, I, I agree. That was this my was my favorite match. match. That's my favorite um, match, too. You had Rude Boy Riley, who went against Joey Ace, the five-star stud, for the belt, for the number one contender spot. Joey Ace is the best heel in Tier 1 wrestling. Just saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I, oh, I, okay, I take that back after... <laughs> After the signing, but we'll get on to that after. Okay, yeah. Joey Ace is still my favorite heel. He's a great heel. Entertaining. He's funny. Me and him, he communicates with the people throughout the match, which is always something he good. He plays a role uh, very very unique, but very classy. He's a great guy. He's wrestling great, too. Wrestling, he's a great wrestler, but Rude Boy Riley will always have that upper edge due to who he is. I feel like Rude Boy Riley is going to be like the poster boy for Tier 1. I don't I, know why. It's probably the tattoos. I think he's awesome. Rude Boy Riley has yeah, that. Yeah, he's awesome. But... Rude Boy Riley has great ring presence and great out of ring presence. He's a nice guy in and out of the ring who wrestles great. There's something about him where it's like it just pops out that he's the face of this company. It might be the screams that he does during his matches. Oh, dude. He sounds like yeah! Bruce. 
sounds like Bruce Lee in um, Mortal Kombat. Watch, more, uh, watch the Mortal Kombat movie. That's basically every move that uh, Rude Boy Riley does. It's really what crazy. What the Really crazy. What the Which is entertaining. It's fun. He gets the crowd chanting, screaming along with him. And uh, Rude Boy Riley wins. And he is now the number one contender for the Tier 1 Championship. So, uh, next event, Livewire. Oh, they gave us a 15-minute um, intermission. <laughs> Yeah, after, but, but before we get into that, there's the next show, he's fighting the champion, right? Is he? Uh, I don't know uh, if they're going to do that at Livewire. I don't know. We'll get into that we'll in find the next review. We'll find and tell you guys about it. <laughs> we'll definitely... Uh, okay, so they gave us a intermission. After which, that match, yeah. Which was always good during an indie event to get up stretch. And here goes hell. Oh, God. After intermission. Okay. So, Should we mention a crowd before this? Hold up. The, more, okay. the crowd was fun. The crowd leaves. Some people left. Are you kidding me? A lot of me? people left. A lot of Half people. of the crowd left after intermission. It, it's, I don't think it's because wrestling-wise, it was because every wrestling match in Tier 1 wrestling that night was perfect. They, yeah. they, had, they had very professional. I honestly thought it was time. It, yes, I was going to say that. Time <laughs> and weather, because there was a storm over here in New York, if you haven't noticed. The Quan. And timing, uh, the event started, what, a half an hour late? Yeah, about. About a half an hour late. So, you know, kitties. Stay late. Right, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it was just, I think it was just the weather and timing. So, so like, my advice would be, put it, start tier one at, like, 7 o'clock instead of 8. Hmm. Yeah. But, okay, so they were promoting this signing. Like, if Jesus was coming to tier one. <laughs> I was expecting Shawn Michaels <laughs> to sign with Tier One. Okay, before we before we say, who was the special signing for Tier One wrestling that night? Who, who did you expect it to be? I, who did I say? Um, you said Patrick Clark, didn't you? I said Patrick Clark. That made the most sense, I think. You got Leo Rush. I, I was like, okay, Patrick Stark. They were together at uh, Marvelous. Yeah, he, Patrick. Why not? Was just two days after, so he was in New York. He's in New York, yeah. I think that Patrick's going to be, like, signing with Tier 1, but that didn't happen. So. I thought it was going to be uh, Michael Elgin because the yeah. students. Yeah, I gave you that one too, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, let's see. I was like, okay. Yeah, who are the possibilities that it could be? Like? But I was like, who could it be? And then when this music hits, number one, I love the music. I, I forgot the music a little bit. It's like kind of like a religious chant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went out for like a... How long it went for? It went for a while. Five minutes. I, I, I thought I was in church. <laughs> Waiting for my Eucharist. Oh, I, the Eucharist. I, um, I love the music. And the music suits the character because he is... um, He's in a, the crusade for the change. So, he's from Beyond Wrestling, right? I believe so. And he is, like, wrestling's richest prize. Darius Carter. Darius Carter comes out after his music plays for about 45 hours. I, I already got my Eucharist and my wine. I sat down and said my prayers. Like, okay, so everyone's like, who is it? This was like the most hyped up shit yeah. you would ever expect. And he comes in... Which is good for publicity reasons. It was great for publicity reasons. And he comes in... So good job, Tier 1. And... And then... Coming <laughs> out... <laughs> With the crappy mic that you don't... I didn't even know his name. I had to freaking Google him. 
And he comes out like, oh shit, it's the Black Del Rio. Yeah. Wrestling's bitches prize. What? Bitches. He the comes bitches. out. Um, everyone's, everyone's happy at that point. But, but when he comes out, yeah. F-bombs are thrown. Fans flick him off. This guy, uh, I, was, I said this about uh, Joey Ace, but took it back because of this reason. Just by making the appearance, he is going to be the biggest heel at Tier 1 Wrestling. Oh, he definitely is. He maybe told everyone that there were abortions? He told the crowd they were, they were all abortions. Who Which does makes that? sense. It yeah. made no sense at all. People throwing uh, we, streamers, but no, not, not streamers, but like crumpled like, up garbage at him. He was, I was not expecting What him. I didn't understand was they had a table and they had two chairs. First off, he signed it by by hand. Like, he didn't even go to the table to write on it, so there's no point for the table. They didn't Second, even sit. they didn't even sit. There was two chairs. Why was there two chairs? For him to put his leg up, you know. Yeah, they didn't even, like, don't do that. Um, And he also had the Anthony Gangone mask. Or some people like to say TJ Mar- Marconi. Marconi, I don't know. TJ Marconi uses the V for Vendetta mask? Oh, I wouldn't know. I know, I know that Gangon's um. He has that uh, anonymous mask. Yeah, the Vapor Vendetta. So I'll tell you that Darius Carter is great on the mic. I want to see him wrestle. I'm not watching any matches until he, he has his I, first match on Tier I've 1. I've watched his matches, but I'm not judging him. All I know is he's from Tier 1 because you I'm told me. I mean, him. all I know is he's from, uh, he's from Beyond Wrestling. I'm not judging him yet until he wrestles in Tier 1. I'm being fair. You've I'm seen matches? Yes. yes. And is it good? I don't like it. Oh shit! I don't like it. <laughs> I hate it. I'm not watching any matches, man. But I'm as not. I said, I'm not judging him until Tier One because Tier One has great talent, and maybe I'm. It maybe was just who he was facing in that match. Does he have a manager? I hope not. Okay. I don't want two of them. So after the crowd wants to kill himself, so we go yeah. to the one fall matchup for with a 15 minute time limit. <laughs> It was it was fifteen minutes. This I think it went on too long. It was great. I like I love. It went on for twenty that. minutes actually. They they extended yeah. it. Yeah. Granakuma. Yeah. Granakuma is a great guy. Granakuma hey. fought Caleb Conley. Yeah, Caleb Conley. Yeah, Conk. Caleb Conley. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Caleb Conley. Um, yeah, Caleb like Conley is hate. hilarious inside the ring as a heel. Um, FIP heavyweight champion. FIP heavyweight champion, Florida. but Granit was going for that boat in Florida. Granit I thought he was going to retire after the speech he gave after his match. Yeah, I, 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 I thought he was too, but I wish he never even would think about doing that because Granit was one of the best submission experts in indie wrestling, I think. He has, is, is he from New York? or? I'm not sure. Where, I, I think he's from Florida. But yeah, not, if he is, that's a good move. I'm really not sure. If he's, but if he's like from New York, then mostly here. I don't think that'll be good, because you won't see the champion that much. But yeah, I really don't know. But um, Granite Kuma beats him. One of the best technical wrestlers I've seen in the indie game. They make him tap out. Huh? He didn't no, make him tap he out. Did he? he did the roll up. Oh. Uh, yeah, he did this uh, this uh, clover leaf move. I don't know what it is. Oh, Granakuma's from Pennsylvania. Nice. Yeah, he works for CZ Dub, Red, uh, Dragon Gate, 
FIP. Wow, that's impressive. FIP. Once you're in Dragon Gate, that's very impressive. Yeah, he teamed up with um Icarus and Chuck Taylor. Wow. That's great. Good Chuck for Taylor. Christians. Oh He's been God. doing it since 2002. You can't get better. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's because of who he was trained by. That's why he's so great. Oh, no. Mike Quackenbush, Reckless Youth. Mike Quackenbush. <laughs> Mike Quackenbush. You never seen a Quackenbush driver? I probably did, but I forgot. Oh, bro, when you get off this, when we get off of this, you got to <laughs> Quackenbush? Like it's quack? Quack, like quack, quack. <laughs> it's like quacking in a bush, yeah. Quack, quack. Um, Chris Hero and Skyadi. Chris Hero teaches. Yeah, of course. Nice. And nice. a Japan, a Mexican luchador. Super crazy. No. Um, Skyadi? S-K-A-Y-D-E. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I'll go ask George Lopez later. So, Gran Akuma. Good he wins due to a roll-up with five extra minutes given to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Okay. They gave him them. We all I thought I thought they just said no one won, and we had to leave. Yeah, I thought we had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the the next match? Was it the intergender tag? That was the intergender tag team match with Alex Mason and Bonesaw Jesse Brooks. So you had a carnivore and a Bonesaw. But the only versus um Jay George and Ashley America America fuck yeah. Oh, yeah um I honestly hate Jay George <laughs> <laughs> not due to his wrestling just because he's a good heel but that's what you want as a heel you want me to hate you yeah if you don't have me hating you then you're not a good heel I agree yeah so you had Bonesaw and the carnivore Alex Mason do you think this one uh, timing was good or did it go over to this kind of timing was pretty good and it had that perfect match plus you have to say what happens at the end other than Jesse Brooks and Alex Mason winning um Jay George was talking a lot of shit about the most beautiful girl in the ring and in the world Miss New oh, York oh god shut up Mark has a crush on Miss New York yes who wouldn't she's beautiful um, it's New York, and he was talking a whole bunch of shit, and Miss New York came into the ring at the end of the match, slapped this taste out of Jay George's mouth, and kicked him out of the ring, showing him who is the actual queen of New York. Swag. Swag. Miss New York. Follow her on Instagram. Who won the match, though? It was Mason, right? It was Mason and Jesse Brooks. I want to see Mason in more single matches. I don't like the whole... Yeah. I've seen before in a company that will not be named. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to name that company until the end of the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but if you guys want to go see um, Anna Teresa smack the taste out of J. George's mouth, go follow her on Instagram at D1 Anna Teresa. Oh, God. She is Miss New York. She was in the Miss USA. Miss USA or Miss America? Uh, One of those things. Miss USA. I don't know if it's Probably USA. because it's states, yeah. I think it was America. But so whatever. That was the second to last match, right? It was the second to last match, and it was a good way to end it. But the only thing missing from that match was Julius. Where was Julius? Him and his stupid glasses. Julius is a great manager, and he's one of the most entertaining. Is he Ring of Honor? I'm not sure if he's Ring of Honor. I saw a guy, uh, the, the, the guy who manages, manages uh, Moose right now looks like him. Oh, no, 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 no. 
That's not him at all, what bro. About the sunglasses? Completely different guy. Julius is one of the most hilarious managers ever, other than Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Which I would like to see Shapiro. Shout out to Shapiro and oh. Brandon Lewis. I would like to see both of those come Oh, to my God. Imagine. I don't know if they're cool, but I think if they were, they would be doing commentary. I, I, how was their commentary? I haven't heard it because I didn't buy the DVDs. The game, I, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I'll be straight up, all right? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to just because, like, you know, I want I really want to meet Dennis, you know, to talk to him, interview him maybe. But the commentary has two guys. It has one dude that's I never heard of. And then the other dude is from the Shining Wizards podcast. So you had Larry Dallas and... Is what, which one's Larry Dallas? Is Larry Dallas from the Shining Wizard podcast? No, Tony. Tony's from So Larry Dallas is the other guy. Tony's hilarious. He is awesome. He And, and one thing, if, if you listen to this podcast, Shining Wizards, download. It's my favorite podcast besides us. Uh, he's... If you hear him, you would you would think that he's, he can't commentate. You would think, oh, this guy's too funny. He can't take a joke. Then you hear Tony commentate the actual moves, and you're like, holy shit, he did his homework. He knows what to do. Um, how was the beautiful girl on commentary? Who? Anna Teresa. She, she wasn't in the last commentary. Oh, she wasn't? The last show, no. Oh, because there's a picture from the last show where... She, she made a... Yeah, she... I think she cut a promo. I'm not sure. For the first oh, show. Oh, okay. She, she wasn't on commentary for the first show. Yeah, because I knew, like, she was sitting at the commentary yeah. table. Okay. There was no. There was a bunch of tables behind it, though. <laughs> no, no, no. She was at like the commentary. Wait. Yeah. She I don't know. She probably commentated for one match, but I don't remember her at all. I can't recall. Of her with Larry Dallas. So, like, oh, that's the dude's name, though. Larry Dallas. Yeah, and he's covering her ears. Larry Dallas is a boring dude. I'm he's sorry. Boring. He he plays a play on play by play, I guess. And uh, he he didn't show up for the second show, which makes me wonder. Hmm. Tier one wrestling. Why don't you have consistent guys? Why don't you have consistent commentators? You know Why who you should you, hire, right? You know who you should hire? <coughs> Mark Mayhem and... Wow. <laughs> no, Tony's good, though. I think they should leave Tony. Like, don't oh. touch him at all. Uh, um, What if I want to touch him? Ugh, where? You sexy tiger. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tony, leave Tony. Larry Dallas. Keep him in the other promotion. He's okay, but I think the commentary for this one was... Oh, I think... I can't I think wait. I'm good. ordering it again. And not just because the wrestling looks good, but, you dude, I want to hear amazing Grim Reefer. Grim Reefer. The beautiful Anna Teresa. Indie wrestling prodigy with Anna Teresa. Who can run, walk the runway and run the ropes because she's a beauty queen and a wrestler. I nope. can imagine Grim Reaper like, oh shit, he just did a close on. You saw that shit, Anna? Grim Reaper's <laughs> hilarious. Yo, you saw that? <laughs> Yo. What just happened? So a nice guy. He's great. Well, we're going to have him on the show maybe Look next week. That. Yep. Uh, we're also going to have Sunny Kiss scheduled hopefully next week. Next week or the week after. We're not doing. Uh, we'll get into that at the end. Yeah. We'll get into okay. that. So. The f- main event for the Tier 1 Championship, there's a fly around my room. I gotta kill it. <laughs> okay, as he's killing the fly, oh, it's annoying. Um, this guy should be on Tier 1's commentary, just saying. I should. This guy, too. Both. They should have yeah, me. I mean, if, hey, you get added Teresa and Green Reefer. Why do I have the. This guy who's been freaking making YouTube since I came out of the womb? Uh. Yeah. 
Radical skips Get my one, YouTube I mean, I we're great people. Yeah, I've done one match with Samojo and Amazing Red on YouTube. You can check that out. Yeah, I fought Samojo and Amazing Red on YouTube. So, uh, Isaac, the Radical Isaac on Twitter, tier one. Wink, wink. Radical Ka Isaac. Kamehame Mark on Instagram. I'm unprivate, so you can see my. Before we get into the main event, I wanted to say what what I dreamt about. Oh yeah, yeah, please. Dream. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Dream on, like Aerosmith says. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. I had a dream. I had a dream. I had a dream. Uh, and all black and white men get along. <laughs> Triple H was the founder of Tier One Wrestling, right? Uh huh. And uh, it's the first show, and yeah. and it's like uh. It's in a cafeteria, their first show. Like just a regular cafeteria? Yeah, because I knew we were going to do a podcast, so I dreamt about it. Uh -huh. I, uh, they had a ring in the middle of the cafeteria. The crowd was hot as fuck. And so he was like, this is the future of this MASH. This is the future. Like, this is the future of MASH. This is tier one. That lunch lady is sexy. But like before the, before the event, uh, he, he ran up to me. He saw me in the crowd. He's like, holy shit, you're radicalizing from Twitter. And he gives me a hug and then lifts me. Like, he lifts me after hugging me. Like, it's weird. And you got stuck in his nose. No, I didn't. Oh, that was, wow. Oh. I should have. That's my dream. But he, 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 like, hugs me, and then he lifts me, and I didn't even know I was levitating or some shit. Basically, the dude, what what happened in the dream was basically what happened. Uh, Larry Davis didn't show up. Triple H is like, oh, you know, uh, I've seen your YouTube videos, and uh, you said your dream was commentating, so uh, you know what, buddy? Tonight's your night. Uh, go next to Tony, and you'll be commentating tonight's match, or tonight's event. And I basically shit bricks, and I commentated, and Mark was there too, he was, uh, on, uh, he was the ring announcer. Yeah, my dream is to be a wrestler, I want to be trained by Fala Bob because he's my idol. Yeah. If you want to make my dreams come true, I'm consistent, okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it. But that dream was so crazy though, because imagine if, let, like, let's say, uh, name a legend. Um, Fala Bob, uh, Rikishi. Rikishi, uh, oh yeah, but he has an indie promotion. Yes, he does. Okay, like, let's say Vince McMahon. Says, no, Shane McMahon, even better, opens up an indie promotion in New York and calls it, uh... MCW. Yeah. McMahon <laughs> Championship Wrestling. That's actually pretty, that sounds pretty catchy. Dude, you know how freaking... It would be thrilling more than, like, excitement, in my opinion, because you wouldn't expect it. Honestly... So I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would love to be a ring announcer because I have that charisma to get he that does. pumped up. And he dances. Well, I'm not dancing. <laughs> you force people to dance. I force you them. force people in other promotions to dance while they come, while they uh, announce. Sensei Osaki. TJ Orseni? Orseni, yeah. O Osaki. 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 <laughs> the X Division beer. X Division championship? Yes. <laughs> Are you getting help track? So, Main so, event. So tier one, you are watching this, you have two biggest fans that... Oh, yeah, man. I'm a huge fan after uh, That want show. to help with the... The product. I do anything for like that. I've been and shut down by other promotions that will not be named for... Uh, <coughs> what? What? I didn't say anything. Just keep on. Did you say the one that starts with an I? And Andrew is yeah, we can say yeah, fuck Jack. Yeah, ICW Impact Championship Wrestling. They're not a promotion anymore. They they end. They got. I don't know what happened. They didn't even tell me what happened. They got, they got scared of Tier One. I was uh, supposed to, basically, to commentate for the last ICW show that's gonna, that was gonna happen in November. 
that was supposed to be my big break, like commentating with Brandon Lewis, which is one of the most well-known. Isaac's idol. Yeah, he's my idol, bro. Shout out to Brandon Lewis. And I get this notification today. ICW is over. It's done. They ended the promotion. You see their Twitter. They say uh, farewell and all the other sad full house shit. And Speaking of full house. Bob Saget. Uncle Bob. Jesse. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to sound desperate or anything, but I fucking love Tier 1 more than ICW. Yeah, and it's true. like a dream if I would commentate, but I doubt that's going to happen. So but No matter what, if we aren't working with them, we're still... Yeah, I, uh, yeah. no matter what. I'm not going to trash on them or anything. I'm, I'm still reviewing the product. Straight on. And so you got the main event coming up. You have the champion, Luke Hogg, versus Tim Donst. Tim Donst, I love this guy. This is my first oh, time. Oh, he's a good fella. First time good seeing him um, seeing him wrestle. And wrestle, Donst, wrestle, because that's exactly what you get. You get real wrestling when you see Luke Hogg and... Tim Dodds in the ring. I, it, it, do you find him more as a, a grappler? Or not grappler, a brawler. Yeah, he's a brawler, but that's wrestling. He's that, a, that was the best connection, I think, that has to go with the, the main event going on to that because Luke Cox is also a, a, a great brawler and he's a champion. So. Luke Cox is a great wrestler, great heel. Um, the ending of this match. That's... Uh, so Luke Cox wins. Confusion. Luke Cox wins, right? And since you have Rude Boy Riley, who's the number one contender, we thought we were getting another match. Rude Boy Riley comes in, guns a-blazing. With his zebra pants. With his zebra pants. I want my match now. We're going to do this Is for this New York crowd. Um, Let's go Mets. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he was getting like any type of pop. Yeah. <laughs> any type of pop as, these, as about 50 people are still in the, the place. Yeah, because people left, I do not know Luckily, what. and those 50 people were the most hardcore, so. Yeah. yeah. So then, you have him saying he wants his match, and out of nowhere, these baby faces who we came to like. These faces that were probably almost stole the show with that tag team match earlier. The Bravado Brothers come out, and they turn heel, jumping Ruboy Riley. And they buried him with a Confederate flag. They literally and buried him with a Confederate flag at the end of the so show. So the South shall raise again in theirs. Yeah, because Luke Cox is from the South, and they're from the South, and Grandma's from the South. It's all Grandma. I bet you it's all I Grandma. swear to God, if they have a Grandma manager, this would make millions. Grandma, it's all Grandma's fault. Yeah. She's like, I hate them, Nick. They basically jump Ruboy Riley, and they form a... Which is why I said they should win a tag champ championship. It's, a little, it's like a little confederate click. As a confederate click. Yeah. Confederate click. Confederate click. There you go. You just made you some million dollars with uh, t-shirt promotions. Two click confederate. Oh, God. Don't threat on me. Um, so, yeah, that was the end of the show. And then after that, the social media blew up saying like how they're going to apologize at the next show or something like that. Which I don't think they should. They shouldn't. They're heels. They're that's their gimmick, I guess. And they're, you know, I don't care. It's just a flag. It's a flag. Yo, number one, people look at it as a flag of hate, but it's also heritage. You cannot break history. Yeah. I agree. It's a history. It's... So, that ended the show. Uh, Luke Cox remains champion, and uh, Ruboy Riley comes out, and they bury Ruboy Riley and put a Confederate flag over him as he's laid down on the floor. On the mat, I guess. Yeah. So, 
basically that's how the night ended. Um, if you stayed back for a little bit, you could see them breaking down the ring. I touched that ring, and that ring is hard as a mother. Just like how that one ref that was slapping it hard as hell. Freaking, um... He was the youngest ref with the mustache. If Dennis, if you're listening, tell him to stop abusing rings. Um, Chris Levin, I'm coming for you, nigga. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Sounds like some... Uh, you look like a freaking vaude villain. He does. You hit the ring too hard. He fucking smacked the ring. The like every time there was a count, it was crazy. I will. I will be the ring's lawyer, and in this domestic violence abuse, you will lose. That's a fact. Yeah. Come on, Chris Levin. So that was Rumble in the Concrete Jungle. Mark one to five stars. What do you give it? Um, five pineapples out of six. Five out of six. Yep. Pineapples. Five. Out six, four out of five. <laughs> okay. Also, it was equally as good, or would you say that the first one was better? Um, I think it's just getting better, and tier one is never going to fall. It's just getting better from there. I think this one is better than the first one. Much better. But I'll, I'll give it a four out of five. Yeah, it's only going to be getting better. That's it's, it's crazy how much they're making progress, and it's only their second match. I mean, second show. So, um... Well, you get good, um... Promotions and people who know how to run. A Their business. wrestlers are professional. They don't take Taco Bell people. They don't take like hillbillies from the corner, like people in Florida do. When I've been to freaking Florida promotions, trust me, I haven't hey. been to FIP. I'm not talking about that one. Hey, you never know about those Taco Bell people. Oh, my knee. Uh, Ready, sir. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tier one. If you want to go to the next show, October seventeenth, uh, Live Wire in Staten Island. I wish it was in Queens because oh, I yeah, dude, it. dude, keep it in, keep it in the Queens area because like Staten Island's dead and shit. Queens and Brooklyn has the hottest wrestling crowd right next to Philadelphia and Chicago I and know. the UK. We are uh, hey, and California. You can't, we can't count Cali. Well, LA has a great wrestling. Really? Yeah. You well, got, Los Angeles. You got Knox Pro. You got um well, Lucha yeah, Underground. Right, you got right, right. PWG. You got a whole bunch of shit. California. There you go. California. I would say Canada. No, forget it. Oh, Canada? So what? What's that? Fairyland? Uh, go to the Tier 1 show. Order it on www.live.com. Uh, it's going to be out, I think. It's either going to come out. Hold on. Let me see the date. It's the 9th. So next month? Mm-hmm. No, because Rumble in the Con... No, the first show, what month was that in? Because it came out in August, so it was in June. Or July. It was July 10th, yes. Yeah. And it came the it came out available on DVD and online August 10th. So it should be available in November 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I really want to join to a point? Join what? The Yep, I Love Wrestling group. Yep, I Love Wrestling is a bar over here in New York that has wrestling events. It's pretty cool. It's not, no, it's not a bar. It's like a um, thing. Yep, I Love Wrestling is like a group. But they they yeah. have the bar though. They have they the, had this, yeah, but uh, they have other stuff too. Like they, ha- I I saw they had like Walking Dead shit. Yeah, that's the bar. That's on um, the Legends um bar. Yeah, uh, we should go there. Uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I mean, what else? Oh, Royal Rumble. That's Royal it. Rumble. Royal Rumble. See us at Yep I Love Wrestling, dude. That's gonna be fun. That's yeah. gonna be. Fun. Well, Yep I Love Wrestling. Get the radical influence on that card. For those of you who know us. Those of you who know us, you got the, the radical influence. They don't know you as an influence. They just know you as Marky D. No mercy. Radical mayhem. One out of so many nicknames Mark has. 
I have a lot of nicknames. Uh, it's good though. Should we promote the the uh, uh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we promote that one show that is probably rivals with tier one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so like there's this show Guys if you wanna see um Don't the, say it. You guys wanna see great pig wrestling? Do you want <laughs> Okay, if you so like promotion called Pig. So RVD is facing the amazing color, in <laughs> in the show in October twenty third, which is going to be our next indie analysis. It's We're going to be Essence. front row. Are you dressing up for that show, Mark? I'm not sure, but you're going to have Brian S uh, Brian extra small <laughs> versus Frowny. Frowny. <laughs> Followed by is going to be there. Follow by, yeah, follow you, by. You're going to see some uh, tier one people there. So I that's know, cool. I don't know if Follow Boss tier one. That's the thing. Yeah, he's a freelancer. But he, uh, people that has been under free, the tier one thing so far is going to be at the... That's awesome. Follow Boss PWS all the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. He wants me Just to, like Dan Moff. He wants me to go to Jersey to train with, I think, um Dan, Dan Pat or something. So, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but I'll spell it out. Uh, for their Twitter and their Instagram, cause we're gonna be there front row and have a good time. I'm dressing up. You're not dressing up. I might. Cause sure. they're having a costume contest. It's October twenty third. Wait, why are we promoting the costume contest? We shouldn't be promoting the costume contest because we want to win the costume contest. So we want to be the only ones dressed up. There is no. There is no contest. I, I, I didn't say that. What, what contest are you talking about? No, what I said was there's a. Wrestling October twenty third at Amazuro. Should I spell it? Amazuro. No, should I spell out their Twitter? I don't want to say it. I, I support all people. All right, I just don't yeah, want any shit happen. so we don't want beef between yeah, any promotions. We, we love you okay. all. Okay, H O G Wrestling is their Twitter and Instagram. Amazing Color versus Rob Van Dam is gonna be amazing. Hey, versus who? Amazing Color versus Rob Van Dam. Who's Rob Van Dam? <laughs> John Claude, Rob Van Dam, Rob oh. Claude Van Dam. John Claude, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have October twenty third. That's gonna be awesome. You and you gotta have the owners group. What? Seeing this event, the what? Harley's owner group. Wait, what are you talking about? Harley owners group. Harley, Hog, H O G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the Henry's Odd Gorillas. Wrestling, H O G, <laughs> the Harry's only gun. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna need it after that night. <laughs> well, did you know that pigs only have a lifespan of eight years? That's oh, sad. That's a great end ending note to, to this first episode of the Indian analysis. Speaking of hogs, you should go to House of Glory Wrestling on. Oh my god! Third. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, man, we're not going to get signed. Uh, this has been the Tier 1 Wrestling Review. Uh, it's signed. We'll see. Do you want to do it the night, like, right after HOG happens, or do you want to do it the day after? Because we should do it, like, right after. Yeah, we should. We waited way too long for this. But we'll do it after October 23rd after that show. Uh, Shout-out to Ben that uh, no, he, he noticed us. We had a fan. Oh, well, yeah, we had a fan. Ben. I, that was Tier 1. Uh, it was very – it was humble. Very humbling. Uh, I was very narcissistic about it. I was like, hell yeah, you're my fan, bitch. So yeah, if you want to check out the NXT Respect 
TakeOver review with Cameron Sinclair and Jaron Walker from the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast. Go on our YouTube, Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast, or on iTunes right now. You can check it out. You probably click on Next right now if you're on your iPhone or something like that. And uh, Mark, you want oh, any announcements? On Halloween, the devil will come out to play at Mayhem Championship Wrestling. That is right. Or B square. Uh, Mayhem Championship Wrestling is Mark's E Federation, which is way better than any federation on YouTube because it's just like, fam. Like what the fuck is fam? Yo, yo, you my fam, fam. Fuck you, fam. Wrestling. Fam. Fam could go fuck themselves. Yeah, we got Grim Story Show. Mayhem Championship Wrestling. Mayhem Championship. October thirty first on Mark D. Go watch those promos. A lot go. of promos out there. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you. Without you guys, we're nothing. Yeah, man, so man. make us something. Yeah, fuck fam wrestling. Yeah, Tier yeah. one wrestling's the bomb diggity dot com. At radical Isaac's my Twitter. Follow him on Instagram kamehame dot mark. And uh, thank you. Hey, what should be an outro? Should we have an outro song? I'll put, I'll, I'll put some Rick Ross. Go to hog. Go to hog. Go to oh, hog. Oh God. Don't they have like a bunch of that that one theme song that they always play in every video? I'm on the highway to hell. Let's just sing it out. What? Sail? Strangers in the night. Oh, exchanging glass. No. I'm going to play. Oh, one of a kind. Hey. Hey. <laughs> okay, hey. I'm going to play that. Hey. Do you have an ape for that? Oh, I don't know, but we're going to find it. So, as so I'm October 23rd, see us there. Come to us. Do not you be shy. You can say a name. Fuck it. We already did. We love indie wrestling. We support every indie wrestling. I don't pay for WWE events unless it's on the network. I support the upcoming indies. And I was supposed to commentate for House of Glory, but then they said uh, Brian XL said we got people, so uh, basically backstabbing me. Thanks. Okay. It's okay, Brian. So XL. if you want a, another Alex Mason moment, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, Isaac. I'm Yo, looking for the one-of-a-kind ape, but I can't find it. We have business cards. We have cards given and out everywhere. We have business cards. Um, and since I was your co-host tonight... <laughs> yeah. What's up? Are you going to play something? Yes, I am. Okay, so I guess he's playing the outro. Yes, I am. Uh, tier 1 Wrestling, tier1wrestling.org. Uh, man, they're... Like, only two shows, and they're really good. Yeah, they're they're gonna be one of the I best. hope the third show will be at a different location, not in Santa Monica. Like come to the Elks Oh, come to the Elks Lodge. Mm. Oh my god. Cause it was packed for Marvelous Pro on Sunday and I swear to God, tier one could sell out the Elks Lodge, I guarantee that. And Elks Lodge has the best fans. It's like the E C W arena for us. It is the best fan. Okay. Elks Lodge, please, tier one. Just keep talking. <laughs> and oh yeah, I'm stalling. Just keep talking, stall, stall. Da, 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 um, da, da, da. Uh, 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 if I if I have any, I don't, I don't want to control it. I don't want to control tier one. Da, 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 da. But yeah, if, if you want to go to Elks Lodge, that would be awesome. That you're not verified if you're not at the Elks Lodge. Just saying. Anyways, oh god. So the tier one wrestling oh. definitely murdered and left all of us hanging. Hanging from our feet as... We're hanging from our chair. Speaking of tier one, I pinned Isaac and he kicked out. 
That's what we Oh, dude, it. we're gonna put some clips on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll try to find it once the DVD comes out, but... This has been the Indie Analysis. With Mark Mayhem and... Isaac the Radical, at Radical Isaac on Twitter, at, at Kamehameha.Mark on Instagram. Please, come. when you go to sleep, put the pillow beneath you. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Pineapples grow on trees. Pineapples grow on trees? If you haven't gotten what jokes we've said, you are not a fucking wrestling fan. Good night, everybody.